Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast and today is the 20th episode of my podcast which is crazy because um, part of me felt like I would never be able to be so consistent and record so consistently. I thought I'd probably just uh, leave halfway and stop but um, thank you guys for all the support. It's um, actually incredible that we've reached the 20th episode. Definitely couldn't have done it without you guys. Okay, yeah, now I'm just saying your normal cringe stuff. Um, yeah, which I'm not going to say anymore. But um, since today's the 20th episode, I think um, it's time to change the stuff up. I'm not going to do it today, but then hopefully um, if my schedule is a bit um, less complicated, I might be able to um, bring a change into the next episode. I was thinking about doing it on the 20, 20th episode, but I think um, I should do it afterwards, which is why I didn't want to implement it today. But um, you might see something different in the next episode, so do wait for that. And um, yeah, uh, so like I said in the last episode, I wanted to definitely do an episode on video games because um, I did one about books, like fairy tales, and then I had one which was about education. I've done like most of the stuff which I think is like your common topics and your debatable topics. And um, today I wanted to do something that I see in my everyday life, video games. Um, I know if you're a guy, you've definitely played video games. That is super sexist, but <laughs> you've probably played a video game sometime in your life, no matter who you are. Um, I enjoy video games till date. I do play a lot of video games. I've always uh, wanted to become a professional video gamer, even though it's like your irras- irrational thought where like when you're a kid, you're like, oh my God, I want to be a football player or I want to be a basketball player. Um, yeah, so I've always wanted to like, make money off of video games, even though that isn't very much possible. I mean, I probably could have if I put the dedication and work into it, but I just wasn't that interested because I enjoyed playing it for the fun, right? So um, today I wanted to talk about some stuff um, about video games. So uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about, which I, which was kind of the inspiration behind today's episode, was Angry Birds. I can't believe that Angry Birds is no longer on the Play Store. So um, yeah, for those of you guys who did not know, it was removed from the Google Play Store on the 23rd of February. So people who had purchased it before will still have the application, but it is no longer available to be purchased, which is like so crazy to think about because I did not think about Angry Birds at all. It was a game that I had completely forgotten about since it was, it kind of like died out during the COVID pandemic. But then like before that time, it was huge, unbelievably huge. I'm pretty sure like everyone who's listening today would have played Angry Birds at some time or the other, or at least maybe even seen the Angry Birds movie. It's um, incredible to see um, such a franchise grow so huge. And then now they're going back on it and they're completely closing down the industry known as Angry Birds. So they've actually um, renamed the game. It is available on the Play Store. They're not removing it completely, but now it's going to be called... Um, Red's first flight and the kind of the purpose behind it from um, the studios who created uh, Angry Birds, Rovio, they want to uh, promote the, their whole portfolio. They don't want to just stick to Angry Birds. They want to um, spread out their other games as well. And they felt that Angry Birds was maybe like the free to play game that it is. It was just not able to fit the portfolio they have in mind for the future. So Goodbye to Angry Birds. It's incredible about the growth, though. For those of you guys who don't know, um, Rovio was a, actually a company based by, like, only, like, a very, very few, like, huge stakeholders. I think there was, like, six or seven of them. And um, 
Rovio actually was not going in a good phase initially when they started the company. Their first seven years, Rovio had created 51 games for other companies. Their business had expanded, but in 2009, they were in huge trouble. They were facing bankruptcy. Their resources were out. They didn't have much, much of their staff because due to bankruptcy, they had to fire them. And they were left with 12 employees, which is kind of crazy about how... Um, how much of a like of a issue they were facing from actually going through a decent development to going down to just 12 employees and facing bankruptcy. And when uh, um, the iPhones had launched, Rovio knew that they had to create a game specific for that platform to bring back growth and to increase the size of the company once more. And when they did it, they had actually brought in the idea of Angry Birds and as you guys know, it went viral. And I can give you a small calculation that was made, but basically there was a thousand downloads a day for the first six years. I don't know if you guys can make that calculation, but that is incredibly, incredibly crazy. And they've had the game, the app had almost been downloaded more than 3 billion times. And if you divide that even further, that's a thousand downloads per minute for six years. So you can see how viral Angry Birds was, how great it expanded. There was a lot of people who played Angry Birds and they were able to make boatloads of money off of it. There's almost 23 different versions of Angry Birds. And it's incredible to see how they expanded Angry Birds. And even though it was being overused, they kept implementing new games and new variations where people thought like, oh my God, this might be cool. And regardless of whether they played it for a long time or not, they would definitely try it out. So let's say for two months or three months, they're trying out the new game. And before they uninstall the new game, Rovio has released another version of Angry Birds. You had the Angry Birds Space version, you had the Classic, you had Angry Birds 2. You had so many different Angry Birds that were coming out and they kept engaging with the users to make sure that Angry Birds did stay in the market. So they definitely did have a great campaign and they were smart to keep to make sure that they kept their own company to themselves because um, only after three years of the Angry Birds release, they were actually offered, I believe it was $2 billion or, um, oh yeah, it was $2.25 billion for their company and Rovio were quick to turn it, turn it down and they just enjoyed what they were doing. And as you can see now, as they remove um, Angry Birds from their list, um, they're going to continue doing that. So yeah, amazing game, Angry Birds. Kind of sad to see it all go down, but um, it isn't the first time a game has failed. Definitely not the first time. There's a lot of unheard games, but when we look at huge games that, are, that have been banned, at least this is like following mobile gaming because um, PC gaming is a totally different industry. Mobile gaming is something that is like almost readily, readily available to everybody in the world since almost everybody has a phone. And when you talk about mobile games, you have to talk about PUBG Mobile. If you guys don't know what PUBG Mobile is, go ahead and search it. I don't know where you've been living, but um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds was actually released in March, 2018, and it quickly rose to fame as it became one of the biggest games in the Indian gaming industry. So around the world, I think that was the time where you saw games like Fortnite, Free Fire, all of these different games that were coming and rising up, all of these shooter games, which were having great growth in this industry, at least um, specific to the gaming industry. You had a lot of people who were able to connect online, play together, 
have a good time in this in like an intense scenario. So a lot of people were enjoying this. I definitely did play a lot of PUBG when it was out. Um, great game that I enjoyed. And um, as we were enjoying the game, I think it was like after two or three years, we saw uh, at least for the Indian gamers, there was a massive hit where they actually banned PUBG. So I'm not really going to go into the details about how I enjoyed PUBG or played PUBG. I'm going to go into the details about how PUBG got banned. So the sad part was, it was, I believe it was right after like the first lockdown where uh, India actually had banned PUBG Mobile, which I found was kind of crazy. It was, it was almost a time where like PUBG were looking to promote their game further because um, some people, as they were trying to get back to their normal schedule, they were just, they were almost like stopping to play PUBG. And I was one of them. I had a, a lot of schoolwork going on at that time. So I almost stopped playing PUBG. And as soon as that happened, we saw the um, ban of PUBG. And there was a couple of things that happened around this of why PUBG was banned. It was actually banned um, on the 2nd of September in 2020. Um, it was not the only game that was banned. There were another 117 Chinese apps that were banned along with PUBG. Um, Later on, we also saw the ban of TikTok. Um, this was mainly due to the issue of um, privacy, data privacy, to be specific, where uh, the Indian government believed that the Chinese uh, government were holding a lot of information, a lot of uh, data that was meant to be private. And since it was all being stored on Chinese servers, India felt that this was not a good way for um the people to be giving up so much information so so readily and hence the game was banned under section 69a of the Inter information technology act so um, that was one of the huge issues where it almost um, reached a national security level issue where everyone was um, everyone's data was being transmitted to chinese servers and yeah it had to be banned at some point and another huge issue was that children were getting addicted not to the game, but to the purchases within the game. For those of you guys who have played PUBG, uh, the game focuses a lot towards purchasing items in-game since the game itself is, um, you can you can buy it freely off the App Store. You do not have to pay for the app, but for the in-app purchases, there are a lot of payments that go through. And PUBG is almost the new medium where instead of flexing, like, not flexing, how do, you, how do I say it? Instead of like showing off and bragging with your clothes, you could brag with um, clothing items in the game. And that's where a lot of children started um, cheating their parents, telling them that, like, I have to get this. And instead, they go and buy stuff in the game to show off to their friends. They sometimes would take their parents' phone, uh, credit cards or phone pay, where they'd go ahead and put in a certain amount, and they'd get their transactions and then go and show off with that. And the, thing, the issue was that a lot of things in PUBG aren't very cheap, and you do have to pay a lot of money to get some certain stuff. So, so there was a lot of cases arising where a lot of people were, um, in fact, doing this, doing these transactions illegally, and that was a huge uh, issue brought up to the government. It became a government level issue. Another reason why it was banned, and of course, there were a lot of thefts that started increasing. A lot of uh, a lot of violence shown around um, the game itself because PUBG is a very uh, aggressive game. And those of you guys who will fight me against the fact saying that it's just a game, no one gets aggressive playing a game, I can tell you that no, you definitely will. A lot of people um, do start acting more aggressively 
depending on the games they play. So a game like PUBG, which is all about violence, will definitely make you a bit more violent. Which is, of course, a bad thing. There isn't anything good about that. But the issue uh, is when you actually start acting on those instincts, where a lot of people are committing thefts to make sure that they were able to buy stuff in the game. There was a lot of violence around it. So that was like probably the final issue where the government decided that India should no longer have PUBG. Um, it was kind of sad because the game was super fun. I, um, I always had a great time with my friends on it. Um, we always had a great time on the game. But uh, yeah, I could definitely see why the game was banned. And later on, they did bring in, um, I believe it was BGMI, which was basically the Indian version of PUBG, which did not... It was decent, I guess, for the first month where you had like Indian gamers trying it out to see if it was a PUBG equivalent. But there's a lot of things lacking. Many of the people who play the game stopped playing the game because it came out way too late. So, yeah, PUBG eventually died out. So And now Fortnite as well is dying out. So it's interesting to see what will happen in the video game industry because there's always some game or the other that's coming up and growing. And um, currently, when you look at shooter games, Valorant is a huge game that's coming on. We have uh, CSGO 2 coming out. I would talk about GTA, but then GTA 6 is just never going to come out, like, by the time I reach like my hundredth episode or two hundredth episode of my podcast, GTA Six will have never come out. Like I can t- guarantee you guys that like I will do a weekly update about like GTA Six because there's always some fake news or the other going around how that game is going to come out. It will never come out. Like maybe like on my last episode, like the the, the day I end my podcast, I can see GTA Six coming out. If GTA Six comes out, I will definitely do an episode just on GTA and like San Andreas. Because I cannot tell you how much fun I had on those games. But um, that's going to be a huge deviation from this topic. So, um, yeah. Basically, from um, PUBG, what I was able to understand was that a lot of people were getting addicted to the game. And those levels of addiction started affecting their life heavily. And when I mean heavily, I mean their life was seriously impacted. um, Because, as you can see, they started cheating their parents. They started taking money from them. They started illegally buying stuff online. They'd communicated with people randomly online. It was a huge, there were many issues that were going wrong. There was a lot of security issues, a lot of privacy issues. And a lot of people have to understand that gaming can quickly become an addiction. And even if you self, even if you have that like self-realization moment, you have to pull out of it. There's a difference between just realizing it and then actually acting on it. There's a lot of ways to avoid becoming addicted. But it's actually quite a, it's a scientific thing that I read up on the internet last night and I actually wrote it down. I do not know the website, but um, yeah. So basically I'm going to read it out right now. Uh, yeah. The reward center in the brain releases dopamine in response to a pleasurable experience or hyperarousal. If a person experiences hyperarousal while playing video games, the brain associates the activity with dopamine. The person develops a strong drive to seek out that same pleasure again and again. This is not only for video games, it can be for other stuff as well. But basically, your mind starts uh, approaching that same pleasure again and again because of that release of dopamine. So that causes people to play on hours on end again, again, and again. So video games definitely are a good stress buster. I'm not going to say that it's like super bad to play um, video games because there's a lot of things that video games do help out with, for example, um, real-world problem solving. Like a lot of games do um, promote the usage of your brain, where it will um, allow your instincts to work faster, you'll be able to um, mentally solve problems better, 
then there's always quick thinking. Um, some people even say that it's a good exercise for the body because your brain is constantly working in a video game. And um, it's obviously the huge thing that I think um, a lot of people have to understand is that video games are definitely a good stress booster. Getting online, hopping online with a couple of your friends or playing alone can give you that alone time or the time you want to spend with your friends. It goes in so many different ways. So I think like if you're looking for a stress buster, video games is definitely one of the ways to go. That's a huge benefactor for people who are looking to maybe like use some of their free time to cool down or uh, reduce stress. It's a great way to do um, debuff, de like stress yourself. I wanted to know, I mean, what is that word? I believe it's debuff, but um, I don't know if that uh, would make sense in this scenario, but you have to remember that playing video games always will have a limit because once you start playing too much, starting playing out of your free time, you're affecting your main time where you have to dedicate your stuff to important work and you're starting to reduce that time and starting to increase your gaming time where gaming doesn't really have a large impact in your life. Your work definitely does. You have to allocate times for your games, not for your work. Your work is always going to be there. And when I mean work, it's like regardless of your age, it's basically whatever um, you have to do in a day. Games are not it. Games is a time where you can allot to certain timings and you have to strictly focus to those timings. You are not going to complete your work and then play the games. You are going to figure out when you want to play the game, play a game then, and then go back to your work because there are more in th important things to life than gaming. There's so much stuff to do um, other than gaming. Gaming is just a way to cool off, to reduce your stress, maybe hang out with your friends, build friendships, build connections. Definitely not going to say it's super bad, but it is bad when you start playing across the limit or over a limit. And um, yeah, I've constantly been told that. And uh, I can definitely tell you from personal experience that do not play for hours on end or do not make it a routine to be playing for that much time. Um, yeah, but what I wanted to like, conclude my episode and like, what I wanted to say was um, it isn't just video games where you should be keeping a limit. There's a lot of stuff that you need to understand should not be done excessively. If you're going to do something, make sure that there's a limit to it. For example, even um, when you take real life scenarios with your friends, if you're going to tease someone, remember that there is always a limit. You should never be going over a certain limit because you do not know how much it might hurt your friend. Regardless of whether they say it or not, there are some stuff that can definitely affect your friend. And um, you can basically take that to any scenarios. For example, if you're going to exercise, you want to exercise to a certain limit. Overexercising may cause muscle injuries, strains, and it might also affect your mental health, not just your physical health. So yeah, make sure that you guys learn what are your limits and how to maintain such limits, how to make a routine. I think that's like the same concept which I'm gonna bring back almost for every single episode because that's the way to maintain life. You're gonna to wanna to have, to have a routine. You're gonna to wanna to make sure you have that proper regime. I'm not gonna repeat this anymore. But um, yeah, I should probably end the episode off right there. I hope you guys enjoyed. Today was 20th, the 20th episode of my podcast. I'm actually so satisfied. I'm so happy because um, so many of you guys have joined along my journey of becoming a podcaster. There's a lot of other stuff that I also want to do to grow, to, um, grow my profile. Um, that I've also peeked into a lot of new interests, which are kind of related to podcasting. And uh, maybe I'll try diving into those. But for now, I'm going to figure out what I want to do for the 21st episode. So yeah, uh, do keep in touch. There's going to be a great episode um, next week. 
So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.